0: Uh, what, what's going on, world? It's Thursday night, nuggets. No, <sighs> give it, give it, give it. no, it's been a minute. I mean, eh. minute. but yeah. we here now. So. Uh
1: huh. You want to lead it out?
0: Yeah. So we have an interesting topic that, if you're in the sports world, if you will, or at least in the basketball sports world, <clears throat> I'm sure many of you have heard this topic. Or people are talking about it even now But it's the whole Rachel Nichols versus Maria Taylor, right? Two ESPN sports journalists um, That had a little issue or whatever you want to call it Honestly, I think it's being blown out of proportion And it's really not that big But because it's two different races You know the media is going to blow it up and feed people's mind with it it's gonna become something totally different. So <clears throat> excuse me, if you didn't know or if you didn't hear and wondering, whoa, what did Rachel Nichols say? Well why is this blowing up? Mm-hmm. Let me give you some context into why this has occurred. Mm-hmm. So Rachel Nichols was just frustrated with some things and so she was talking to a friend and this I don't think the friend was recording it, but somehow she was being recorded and she didn't know she was being recorded. And so this is what she told her friend, <coughs> excuse me, concerning the NBA finals, like before it started, um, about the different jobs and positions that they would have in covering the NBA finals from the media side. So she said, and she started off with praise. She said, "I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball." But she said, if you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy longtime record on diversity, she's talking about ESPN Network, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. And so, let me see. Do, 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 she said, uh, my own intentions in that conversation and the opinion of those, oh wait, no, sorry. But anyways, that was the gist of it, because uh, I don't have the whole quote right here, but she's basically telling them that, look, like, ESPN, I know you're feeling bad about this whole diversity thing and how you haven't handled it well, but you can't give Maria Taylor my job just because she's black. Like, that's not fair to her. And so, <clears throat> she goes on to say a couple of other things. Like, she's exhausted between BLM movement and the Me Too, Me Too movement. Like, which, from one end, is understandable. From the other end, I I could say, man, she probably shouldn't have said it like that. But then again, it's a private conversation. Like, so she doesn't know she's being recorded. And so, anyways, it gets blown out of proportion. so... Days later, as may, some of you may have seen, if not, Rachel Nichols went on the air on her show called NBA Jump. Uh, and she apologized, and she did a public apology to Maria Taylor. She also said she's reached out to her privately, but Maria Taylor hasn't responded back to her. And it's gotten to a point so bad where Maria Taylor, they're supposed to be covering the NBA Finals kind of together, but Maria Taylor won't go on the show with her. So they have to pre-record Rachel Nichols and then since Maria Taylor is able to cover the NBA Finals, she's there live and they just kind of pre-record what Rachel <clears throat> Nichols would say. And so that's just kind of where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not,
1: sorry, it sounded like she took what the media said or and or misperceived like what Rachel Nichols right, mm-hmm. what she had said and ran with it.
0: Oh, yeah, no, she she definitely she did. did. It's even to a point where they're saying Maria Taylor's party leaked that recording, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who did it, but obviously...
1: They ain't your friends, girl.
0: Obviously, from this standpoint that I see it from is Maria Taylor used this to kind of get ahead. Mm-hmm. And so what better way to get ahead than to use the race card because that's a big issue right now, right? Maria, Maria. <laughs> and so... So and so, but I mean, not even with, with all of that, my thinking has been, and I heard this kind of on a, on another podcast, if you will, was like, where have we become so sensitive? Like mm-hmm. as, as black people, like there used to be a lot we could take and just keep on moving, right? We could be called the N word. We can be all this called out of our name and all these other things. And those would be real Like racist remarks that we hear from people in person, but yet we would still keep it moving. We wouldn't complain. We wouldn't cry. Like, I'm not saying that this is an excuse, but what I am saying is, like, when did we become so sensitive to the point that we can't even talk to people? Like, look, like, yo, she said what she said. And if that's really how she feels, cool. If she wants to apologize, I'll accept her apology. But this is more of me coming from a believer side. Like, from, from a Christian or a Christian standpoint, Christian. I'm thinking of it from this side of, yo, like, I can hear you out. It's cool. Even if I'm offended, let's let's talk about it. Why you feel that way? Or let me get your side of what you were really trying to say. Because, honestly, I just think this is two competitors, right? Because we do it in football and in basketball or whatever sport you may have played when you were younger. It didn't matter the race of whoever it was on your team. Like if the coach was like, look, we're probably gonna go with them. You're like, why not me? And before you even thought about race, you thought about if you had a different type of mentality, you thought about, okay, what do they see in this person that they don't see in me? That has nothing to do with skin color, but obviously they're putting them on the field or on the court or letting them start above me. What do they think that they have that I don't have? And then you go back to the lab and you start to prepare yourself and you get ready to become better. So they never make that mistake again. That's in your mindset, or at least that would be my mindset. So I'm seeing this as two competitors. I don't see this as one person being racist or whatever towards the other one. Now, the remarks she said could have been said differently again, but that doesn't make her racist or anything like that, nor should Honestly, in my opinion, she she being, should she should have even been kicked off of covering the NBA Finals. Because, like, that's the biggest thing in the NBA is covering the championship. Now she doesn't even get the privilege of doing that. All because she was talking privately to a friend and confiding in them for advice on what to do. And it got recorded. And so, it's just amazing how the Maria Taylor side, how they're playing it and just i feel like they could have gone about it a completely different way
1: yeah it's just Mm -hmm. um i don't know like i was saying before you know we're not defending either or side we're stating our opinion and that's that so my opinion is that Mm -hmm. you know just in agreement, like what the heck like how did this kid so blown up you know and from how I see it is her so-called friends compadres whatever who were hanging with her um felt like we have a story here and so why not blow this out of proportion we know she's not being racist or you know prejudiced or whatever you you know we know that but no one else knows that, so let's blow it out of proportion, make her seem um, entitled, um, justify for you know, or make her seem like she seems or feels like she's justified um, for what she's saying. You know, um, I think us as African Americans, we see a title or we see a story and we run with it, or I wouldn't say, well, I would say majority of us, I know some, of not all of us do, but majority of us, as we've seen, like, don't really do our research, and so just comment, like, oh, she's so racist, kick her out, fire, fire, <coughs> God bless you, this is on the podcast, by the way, I'm just <laughs> Thank you for sneezing. <laughs> no, uh <laughs> but um yeah. So we're just going to overinflate things and just <sighs> we don't help basically what the media is portraying is negative majority of the time and we know that there's you know more positive than negative going on in the world. However, all we see is negative because that's all people are attracted to now because they've been, um, you know, desensitized and um, shown that for so many years and so long that that's what they want to see is negativity in the news. And so this is going to sell. This is going to be a big story. This is going to be good, whatever. Um, but we make it worse by, you know, commenting and like I don't know petitioning like when we don't know the whole story and I don't know if you want to bring it up Donald but George Floyd backstory you don't want to bring that up or we're just going to skip on over that because it does remind me of oh people don't know the whole story and then people got mad at Candace Owens first you know I think it's just how she said it not necessarily what she said it was both oh okay it was both (laughs) and so like like you don't know the whole story not saying that anyone deserves the kind of treatment he got of course like no one I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy like you know and it made it like worse like the recordings it was in everywhere he was crying for his mom like, like you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy um, but did everyone know the whole story no and now we have a statue of the man so it's like in <laughs> a t-shirt are we really paying attention to details and like details don't matter well they kind of do Thank God, you know, is he in prison? He is in prison, right? The guy who, yeah, the guy who did kill him. He deserves to go. I'm not saying he was right. He was so wrong. And, like, um, racism was displayed for the world to see in a very gruesome way. A very cruel way. Um, But, you know, what led up to that, of course... Do you think, I'm presenting this question to you, do you think could have been prevented?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's decisions that we make. I mean, we go into the backstory of it all. He went into the store with a fake, you know, $20 bill trying to get cigarettes, I believe. Um, And dude called the cops on him. And, And instead of just cooperating and just saying, like, you know take it for what it is if you're if they're in the wrong like okay cool go through the process of it all but at least you'll still have a voice to say how they were wrong you'll have your side of the story but <clears throat> and I mean I get it oh well the justice system isn't always fair for black people whatever well it dang showing ain't fair if we did <laughs> like, so
1: still alive to fight.
0: At least you know be in there long enough to know, like you have your side of the story that you can talk about, and not somebody else talking for you. But yeah, it it started there. Then the cops show up, and then of course he's resisting arrest, and they put him in the car. But he's talking about he's he's claustrophobic, he can't breathe, and and all this other stuff, and he's he's being very challenging to them. And so they pull him out, and that's when the whole scenario begins. You know, Derek Chauvin shows up and puts his knee on the neck or whatever. Granted, he should have never done that, but at the same time, it should have never led to that. Like, his, his decisions led to that consequence.
1: And unfortunately, his death.
0: Yeah, and, and unfortunately that. Now, people may jump at us and be like, oh, well... So
1: you saying...
0: <laughs> yeah, like, it, you're trying to say it's his fault. I mean... Yes, yes. You know. Yes, it was his fault to put himself in that position. No, it wasn't his fault for him to die. Like right.
1: well, how especially how. Yeah.
0: But at the same time it's like we gotta learn that we gotta make better and different decisions. Like he, he was a father. Like think about your kids, man. Like you may feel like a punk for a minute, but at least feel like a punk and go see your daughter. Like mm-hmm. go see your kids so they know at least that we know daddy's coming home. Daddy may feel a certain type of way of how he was handled, but daddy's coming home. And that's what I say about, like, tying in with the Maria Taylor story is, there's a lot of worse things that happened to people and to our ancestors, you know, before we were here, like, that they had to just take because they knew if they did anything else, they would lose their life. And not only would it affect them, but it would affect their family. That's depending on them, slave or not. Like, You have people depending on you and even people who aren't your children. You have people looking up to you like people are looking up to you to make sure that they see you because you're a help to them. Mm -hmm. But you can't be a help to anybody if you're not here. And what's just gotten sad to me is, you know, we hear about young black little girls getting killed through gang violence. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden one black man gets killed by a white cop and now he has a statue what what has he done to for society honestly with all due respect who really knew who he was before the situation happened who knew george floyd existed before the situation happened besides the people that were close to him and the people that he may have been in contact with like who knew who he was but all of a sudden now we give him a statue it even goes i heard uh on a podcast that the president said that George Floyd's death is more memorial than uh, Martin Luther King.
1: Okay, you're reaching. Yeah. <laughs> you're reaching, And I'm like,
0: wait, what? Like, okay, now we're really trying to put, you know, fuel to the fire with this. Because now, this is, to me, like, okay, this is bigger than George Floyd. This is something that y'all are trying to do. So, I mean... Yeah, I just I don't think I don't even know if I answered the question.
1: It was really blown out of proportion. Yeah, because I'm, and not to say that he shouldn't have died, because he shouldn't have died. Um, but there's a lot of things that are not recorded that are probably worse that goes on that we don't see, and you, like my husband said, you don't hear their names, say their name, like you don't. You don't hear about it. You know? Mm -hmm. But this was recorded. This was, you know, went viral very quickly. And, um, (laughs) they had no choice but to, like, okay, yeah, we need to keep blowing this up because it's already out there, and so we can make something out of this. We can cause mass, you know, you know, uh confusion mass like um anger and resentment and bring up old demons and i'm like okay like because you can and as like they don't show like the news doesn't show which i mean granted from this did come good things like you see more black business owners and you know um Black entrepreneurs, etc. Um, but they have been doing that, it's just now there's motivation, I'm guessing. Um, in a way, my husband's <laughs> looking at me like, ah, Yeah, oh, shut up, girl. Hmm. But like, you just okay, you see it more so now. I would say that, I mean, girl- but it's yeah. like, but you know, it's been, I believe, um, black people have been infiltrating quote-unquote the system for a wow of course we don't see the positive advertisement we see more so the negative advertisement of that and so um i think as african-americans we know that you know caucasians um you know do get leeway on a lot of things a lot of things, um, we're not blind to the fact, it goes on at our works, like, at our jobs, personally, you know, but, there is a way, like I said earlier, to infiltrate the system, to work your way up, you know, which people have shown through history, through time and time after time, um, instead of complaining about it, or instead of talking about it, you just do something about it, um, Words mean nothing if you don't have action behind them.
0: So Or just be patient and wait. Like and what I mean by that is continue to be who you are mm-hmm. and let that character come forth.
1: And accelerate. Yeah,
0: and expose how wrong decisions people have made. Like like the reason I made that face is because mm. like, you know, yeah, black people and the way black people people have been exposed to more black owned businesses and all this stuff mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm like yeah but the intention and motivation behind that is that because you finally see how valuable they are or you feel sorry or you're like I'm not gonna be one of those people that they call racist They're just black person I'm being. Seeing
1: it from a black person's perspective yeah yeah no
0: I got you I just I hear it from this other side too like you know we celebrate yeah being able to be seen more But at the same time, it's like, am I being seen because they feel sorry for me or am I being seen because they finally understand the value that I bring to the table? And I mean, I like I get it, like any opportunity that we can get, you want to take advantage of, of course. Mm. But my whole thing is like, did your character, did you develop enough character to, to deserve to be in that position, right? Because if it didn't come, would you still be that same person?
1: And have the discipline and maturity to turn it down if you know you're not ready.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: like uh, I don't feel comfortable. I'm not ready. It's not, you know, um, being weak. It's not showing weakness or anything like that. It's just being disciplined and mature. You, because, like, if you're not experienced in their, you know, coddling you and doing this because they feel sorry for you and, you know, advancing you. And you're gonna fall harder than if you were to have that background and training up leading up to that point
0: point. and I mean I recently I've had an experience you know that a certain individual was talking about it was at my job a certain individual was talking about another guy he was pointing out all these things about him blah 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 he got to me and he pointed out a few things I mean honestly i didn't even think nothing of it i really didn't care for it um i mean i accepted it in a way that was like cool man i appreciate that i appreciate your kind words whatever but i didn't get as much as the other gentleman got right Mm. and so you know that was a while back and then a week later after we had that meeting uh, one of our lead guys on our team said hey man you remember when you know this guy was talking about this other guy this and this and that and then when he got to you he only said a couple of things and i was like yeah like i still wasn't thinking about it he goes well he he just he needed to add more and he was like he needed to add how punctual you are how professional you are like you're always on top of your stuff whatever whatever yeah and i was like oh well cool i mean i i appreciate that and he was like yeah no you you definitely deserve it because whatever whatever and like I walked away because I completely forgot about that meeting or whatever and I walked away thinking wow like I didn't even think about it during the meeting but imagine if I had that mentality that was like oh you said, like, 50 things about him, but you only said two things about me.
1: I mean, uh, comparing mentality. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and
0: then eventually, and this is the only reason why I didn't use the race while I was telling y'all, but eventually I say, oh, is it because he's this color and I'm this and color? I'm black. Like, I my mindset didn't even go there, and it was just amazing. It was almost like God reminded me, like, if you will learn how to be who you are in me, you won't have to worry about the opinions of man outside of you. And I just thought, like, man, that's that's interesting that people know, like, because I wasn't even thinking about it. I just think about just being me and doing what I'm supposed to do and not worrying about everybody else. If they do stuff, I'm just like, you know, I wouldn't do that, but whatever. And they still get to keep this and keep that. Cool. I'm not going to change who I am just because I feel like I'm treated unfairly in some moments. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, that's
0: where my real test comes from. Right. Because now... I can prove that my character is not relying on situations that happen to me. I can prove to you that I don't allow different circumstances in my life to dictate how I think. I already have that thinking in my mindset as a foundation. Whatever is around me has to adjust and change to who I am. So therefore, if I'm not getting what I want, I'm not going to change who I am. Eventually, what I want will come and be like, yo, we skipped you the first time. Yo, you should be here. I don't, you showed put your consistency. It.
1: I don't know if i like um, comment on that um, because you're like, oh, I'm not going to change who I am. Well, if there's like a kind of arrogance behind it with you're not willing to change, like I would say change based on like, you know, making yourself better. Like, if someone gives you constructive criticism, and you don't agree with it, and if y'all don't agree, you know, based on, like, faith-wise, but anyway, like, and you don't agree with it, but maybe it's something they see that you don't, you pray about that thing, and like, okay, like, especially if multiple people are telling you the same thing, like, what is that saying, like? everyone can't be wrong and you right Um, you have to be flexible and willing to change I want to say that because like you want to get better and it's that humility that kicks in that humbleness about it like okay I'm mature enough to receive constructive criticism I'm mature enough to see my flaws I'm Disciplined and mature enough to work on those things, so I can, you know, level up, like Sierra <laughs> says, you know, and just in a sense move up the ladder. Now, there are instances where you do fix those things, or you, you know, and someone's always finding something wrong with you. That in that instance, which I've been in, um you just remove yourself from the situation because they're looking for something. You know, there's always something wrong with you. And then everyone around you is like, mm, no, like, you're good. You're straight. you Gucci. Like, you prayed about it. You went to God about it. Um, you've been giving a 100% and above. You've been doing everything that you need to do. This one person just cannot basically stand you. Find everything wrong about you. You're changing you know, you're taking, uh, you know, the criticism, you're, you're you know, changing um, your duties based off of that criticism. You're being mature, but it still isn't enough. And so that's when you pray about it first, of course. And then if God leads you to remove yourself from that situation. But I just wanted to state that because change is, isn't, I think we shouldn't have such a negative view or perspective on changing yourself because you evolve, there that word, you evolve into, you know, what, into your vision, into what God has for you, you know, if God wanted you to stay at the same level all your life, you know, he wouldn't have, like, created you, um, we are made to level up, to evolve and to grow um, into our purpose into what God has put us here to do, whatever that might be or however that may look like. And so I don't want to put such a negative aspect or view on change because there's a lot of people like "Mm, I ain't got to change. What I got to change for? Hmm. They don't pay my bills. (laughs) inside joke anyway so it's just like no like you you have to have more of an open mind um to when people present to you a change or something they see that you may not see like okay so I'll think about it And I know with me and Donnell it's processing it praying about it like, oh it's taking forever uh, you know no it's like some things are bigger to us than it may be to you looking from the outside in so yeah we do have to process that um because it could mean this 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 down the line or this 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 down the line i know with me i think step one step two step three step four step five (laughs) like what could this mean for this and what could this mean for that and potentially that because if i do this then that is going to change and this is going to affect that. So I have to be careful and not just, because sometimes I can just do whatever. Like, I'm good, (laughs) but you're not. So, anyway.
0: So, yeah, and I mean, absolutely. Like, if you're not, if you know you need to become more of a person, you can't be like, oh, they didn't pick me or whatever. But I'm just—I'm not gonna change who I am. They—they just missing who I am. That I don't want to come from that aspect. um, So disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) But from the aspect of when somebody sees that you're being punctual and you're being professional, like don't come out of that character just because somebody else got something that you deserve. Like just be—just sit and continue to be the same person. Like continue to be. Uh, a person of integrity that's willing to be the same the whole time no matter what happens to you this is the angle I want to come from as far as like unfair stuff is going to happen to you but are you willing to stay the same in the midst of that that's to me that's the test and not not from the point of if there's something that needs to change in you for people to kind of notice you more like yeah you're going to go back you're going to end up analyze that and do all that stuff but if you feel like you've crossed every t and dotted every i keep crossing every t and dotting every i even though your name doesn't have manager in front of it or ceo and somebody else who may dot the i but not cross the t gets that position
1: qualified. yeah
0: so don't allow that to change who you are because what i'm saying why i'm saying that is because eventually they will see you And it will be at the right time. A lot of times, God may be holding something back because even though you feel like you're ready, He's like, it may not even be that you're not ready. The situation's not ready for you. And if you get in there too early, you might mess some stuff up. But if I put you in there at the right time, you're gonna find so much more prosperity because you relied on me and waited on me. And so I wish, Maria Taylor, I wish i mean george floyd before he you know made the decision to even have drugs in his system and go out that day would have kind of had the bait of satan (laughs) book on the inside of them because
1: you want to explain what that is
0: yeah the bait of satan it talks about um how to combat offenses pretty much and so it goes into details based on examples from the bible on how people overcame being offended And so because offenses will come and we all have the greatest opportunities to be offended. But there's a different way that we can respond to it, whether you are offended or not. Right. So like if something has the potential to offend you or let's say not even the potential, let's say something does offend you. Like now you have the opportunity to react a certain type of way to it that avoids it becoming worse, or avoids making you worse, and you actually come out better. But that's all in the decision that you make and the perspective that you have. And I mean, I can go into, of course, stories from the Word about the situation, Joseph being probably my number one, because he's like one of my favorites in the Bible. But just looking at things and being offended is is something that, that we can look at and choose a different way of going, so...
1: I just wanted to extend a little bit. More. Just, okay. well, because I thought of something when you said, about to say, and basically, if we hold on, you know, to offenses from, doesn't matter who it is, um, that will be our own prison because we'll be Stuck in bitterness and envy, and planning a plot to get back at someone when they are probably didn't know they, you know, offended you or they did, and they just don't care. And they're just chilling, sleeping at night, chilling, going on vacations. They think about you, but you are personally imprisoned by your own bitterness, offenses, and you know, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. let it go like frozen Mm -hmm. right
0: yeah yeah so I mean y'all know us we don't like to close out if you're a listener and you're not a believer you have the greatest opportunity to become a believer and receive Christ into your life that will definitely be of great assistance to you in avoiding being offended and avoiding Responding the wrong way when you do deal with racism, it'll he'll he will help you avoid being a victim because he will show you how you already have the victory. And so, if you're an unbeliever and you're listening, listen. Let's let's go ahead and make that transition into the kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, if that's you, just repeat after me: Heavenly Father, forgive me of all my sins. I submit my life to you. I believe that you sent Jesus to die for my sins and be raised that I may have life and life more abundantly. I receive him now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So if that's you, yo, welcome to the kingdom. Okay. Make sure you find you a good church that you can go to and connect and hook up with people that can help you mature and grow in Christ. It's the best decision that you have ever made. And trust me, trust me when I tell you, it will benefit you way more to have him than to live without him with all the money in the world. I'd rather be broke and have Jesus and then be rich and not know who he is. Because all this stuff on earth is going to pass away. But Christ... He's gonna remain. If he's in you, you remain too.
1: Not saying, one well, disclaimer. We're always putting disclaimers out there. Not saying that God doesn't want you to prosper and have prosperity and posterity.
0: Yeah, no. I'm just <laughs> maximizing how big Christ is and how important and how valuable He is. Of course, when you have Him, you are going to prosper, right? Right. But I would, I would definitely. The decision part is where I stand on Do I want him or do I live without him and have everything in the world? Mm -hmm. I'd rather have him and have nothing because he's that valuable that he can make me everything that I need to be. So, yes,
1: sir. Well, Uh thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all. You know, uh, this is a conversation. So, Mm -hmm. leave a comment. All right. We're going to post this on Facebook on Donnell Harris's and Chelsea Harris's timeline. so just listen up um leave a comment we encourage commentary um that's why we are doing this um just to kind of go back and forth see what you think um so yeah
0: yeah yeah mm. tell love us ya. what y'all think
1: mm-hmm. All right. love y'all bye
0: see ya.